Living Hope is a church striving to become a 21st century apostolic church. We are founded upon the belief that the Bible is the inspired, infallible Word of God. We believe in the Great Commission, and we are endeavoring to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with love, mercy, and truth. Listen in as we share the Word, and that, through Jesus Christ, hope is alive. That is your desire today, just to be in the presence of the Lord. I wonder if you would just one more time lift up a hand wherever you are. God, it is our desire to be in your presence, Lord. And thankfully, oh God, you are omnipresent, God. Lord, that means you're everywhere at the same time. So even at our homes, oh God, you are there. God, your your word went so far as to say that if we made our, our bed in hell, Lord God, that you are there. And so, God, even at home right now, we ask, oh, God, that you would manifest your glory, manifest your power to us, oh, God. Let there be a movement and demonstration of the power and of the Spirit of God in this place today. One more time, lift up your hands, and why don't you just begin to magnify the Lord right now? Come on, why don't you just begin to lift up the name of Jesus? And as we lift up his name, the Bible says that he inhabits that praise God fill this place today. God, fill our homes today. God, fill our rooms today. Fill, Lord God, everywhere that we occupy today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in today and worshiping with us. Amen. You know it is a little different. Sister Bridget made mention of it. Just a few seconds ago, we did not expect to be back here, but that's okay. God knew, and God is in control, and God is on the throne, and we will get through this. Somebody say amen right where you are. We will get through this. Amen. God is going to help us, and it will only be a matter of time, and we'll be back together worshiping the Lord in person. Why don't you turn in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 34. I give honor today to my pastor. It is always a tremendous honor to be able to preach the word of the Lord. And I honor him and his leadership. I'm so thankful for him in my life. And honor all of you that are watching today. And I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to be able to bring the word of the Lord again. Amen. Exodus chapter 34. We'll start reading at verse number 29. The Bible says, And it came to pass... When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with God, while he talked with him. Amen. With the help of the Lord, I want to preach on this title, The Presence of God. And what we don't realize. The presence of God and what we sometimes don't realize. Amen. Why don't you lift up your hands and I want you to begin to pray. God, I pray in Jesus' name that your power and that your presence would fill this place today, Lord. I pray in Jesus' name that there be a mighty move of the Holy Ghost, that there be a demonstration of your power, a demonstration of your spirit. Lord, speak to us in this place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on for a few more seconds. Why don't you lift up your hands? 
lift up your voice. Come on. Why don't you pray in the Holy Ghost? Why don't you pray in the Spirit right now? Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, fill this place today. God, move in a mighty way, Lord. Let there be a demonstration of your Spirit, Lord. We thank you for it, O oh God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much to the worship team today. What an incredible job they have done. I want to let you know today that there is a place where you can gain victory. I know right now we are facing some things that are difficult. I know right now that we are facing a world in which it seems as if victory is far from where we are. I know that we are living in a world where it seems as if the church has been backed into a corner and the presence of God is not able to reach us. I know it seems as if right now everything has been thrown into disarray and victory is further from the church than it's ever been. I know that if you look at the news and if you look at society and if you look at our culture, it would seem as if victory cannot be gained by the church if you looked around you right now, you would think that God has seemingly taken a break and that the church will not march into the victorious promises that are given to us in the word of the Lord. But I've come to preach a word of hope to someone today. There is a place where victory reigns. There is a place where God can move. There is a place where you can experience the awesome and wonderful victory that God has for his church. And Noah, it is not at home. It is not in the world that we live in it is not in the flesh it is not in the things that we can see around us but that place that I speak of today is in the spiritual realm that place that I speak of today cannot be touched with man's hands but there is a place that can be touched in the spirit and that is the presence of God and when you get into the presence of God there is victory and there is freedom you can't find it in this world you can't find it in this life but I'm so glad that my hope is not in this world I'm so glad my hope is not in the president of the United States I'm so glad my hope is not in this world but my hope is in his presence and in his presence alone in the name of the Lord I run today to the presence of the Lord I run today for in his presence there is fullness of joy and at his right hand, pleasures forevermore. I know somebody is down and out right now. I know you feel as if this world has taken everything out of you. You are down. You're depressed. You're in the dumps today, but I'm telling you right now, if you will run into the presence of the Lord, I said if you will run into the presence of the Lord, not into your money, not into your intellect, not into what the world would tell you, but you need to run with all that you have into the presence of the Lord. Come on, somebody. You can fall on your knees today and find safety. You can fall on your knees today and find shelter in the presence of the Lord. If you believe that, I wonder if you will clap your hands and give God praise.
Uh, I said there is a place that we can run to. There is a place that we can find freedom and deliverance. And it is in the presence of the Lord. It is in the presence of the Lord where lives are changed. Oh, I wish somebody would remember where you were before you came into the presence of the Lord. I wish some of you would remember how bad your life was. Sometimes it's hard to remember, but I would to God that somebody would remember how in shambles your life was before you walked into the presence of God. I wish somebody would remember how on the rocks your marriage was, how hopeless and worthless you felt, but all of a sudden you walked into the presence of the Lord, and all of a sudden things that were broken, we're pieced back together come on somebody he gave you beauty for your ashes he turned your mourning into dancing not because everything around you got better but because you went into his presence and when you went into his presence you found shelter from the cares of life i come to tell somebody that things around you don't have to get better for you to get better I said the world doesn't have to get better for you to get better because there is a place right now that you can run to. I don't care how evil the world gets. I don't care how corrupt the world gets. I don't care how disappointing this world gets. There is a place that you can run to. There is shelter that you can run to. You don't have to be alone. You don't have to live alone. You don't have to walk alone. But you can run into the presence of God today and there you will find everything that you need. If you feel that way, if you can remember where God brought you from, I wonder right now if you would clap your hands in your home and give God some praise. Come on, I wonder right now if you will lift up your voice and give God praise in this place. You see, there is a place that we can run to to gain victory in the spirit, and that is to the presence of God. And some of us today might ask the question, well, how can I get to the presence of God? How can I get where he is? Can I tell you the way that you get to the presence of God? It's you cry out to him. The Bible says that Moses is getting ready to go into the presence of the Lord in Exodus chapter 19 and verse 19, the Bible says, When the voice of the trumpet sounded long and waxed louder and louder, Moses spake. Moses spake. Moses did not sit there and look around him as he wanted to enter into the presence of God. But there was some action required on Moses' part. Moses said, if I'm going to get into the presence of the Lord, if I'm going to experience the supernatural power and presence of the Lord, I've got to do something. Can I tell somebody in this place, when you begin to speak, when you begin to pray, when you begin to use your mouth and declare that you need God, he is not far from you I know somebody's facing trouble right now I know somebody's discouraged in their spirit right now but if you'll cry unto the Lord he will hear you if you will speak unto the Lord he will not deny you come on somebody it's time to speak and God will answer again it's time to pray and God will come on prayer warrior it's not time to quit praying it's not time to quit calling on the name of the Lord but when you call on the name of the Lord you can be saved the Bible says that Moses spake 
unto the Lord. Moses used his voice. Moses understood, I need the presence of God in my life. I need to lead these people into the presence of God. But in order for that to happen, I've got to use my voice. And when he did, look at what the Bible says in verse 19. The Bible says, when Moses spake, that God answered him. Can I tell somebody in this place, don't quit speaking. Don't quit speaking. I know it's tough right now. I know you've been in the presence of the Lord right now for a long time. But don't you quit speaking. Keep speaking faith. Keep speaking. Come on, somebody. I know you're discouraged. But don't quit speaking. Don't give up now. Because there's coming a day. There's coming a moment where the presence of God and the voice of God will answer you from where you are. Moses speaks, and the Lord answers him. There's somebody right now. It's been a long time since you prayed. It's been a long time. You've given up. You said, what's the use? What's the use of me praying? Does God really hear my voice? Does God really understand what I'm going through right now? I've come to tell you God does hear you. God does see you. And not many days since I believe there's going to be a voice that is going to answer you. I said, God has heard your prayer. God has heard the lifting up of your voice and he is getting ready to answer you. Your family will be saved. Come on, somebody. I said your family will be saved. Your body will be healed. I know it's been a long time, but God has not forgotten about you. God has heard your voice. Don't quit crying out unto him. The Bible says... Moses speaks unto the Lord, and the Lord answers him. And listen, verse 20, and the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai when Moses said, God, I need you. God, I'm speaking out to you. God, I'm crying out to you. The Bible says that God heard him and answered him, but God didn't just speak. God didn't just do uh, speak to Moses, but God came down to where he was, and God began to move in his midst. Can I tell somebody today that God is not only a God that's able to speak to you, but we serve a God that is able able to move in and through you. I said God is not a God that's only able to speak to you, but we serve a God that is able to change your life. We serve a God that is able to change your situation. I know that you're facing adversity right now, but as you speak unto him, he will hear and answer. And not only will he answer, but the Lord will come down and do a work in your life. I would to God that there would be somebody today that would say, God, come down and touch my family. God, come down and touch my home. God, come down and touch my kids. They've been gone a long time, but God, I'm crying out to you today, and as I do, I believe you will come down in my life. Come on, somebody, why don't you clap your hands unto the Lord in this place? Come on, why don't you lift up your voice unto the Lord? God, come down in my life. Come down in my life. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live another day. I don't want to live days without the Lord. I don't want to walk without him. I don't want to talk without him. 
Because I realize that in his presence, when he comes down, when he shows up, things begin to change in my life. I don't know about you, but I've tried it on my own, and I don't like the result that I get. I've tried to walk on my own. I've tried to talk on my own. I've tried to consult with myself and my intellect and reasoning, and all it's brought me is pain and disappointment. All it's brought me is unfulfillment. But when I get into the presence of God, when I call on him and he answers and he comes down and begins to move things in my life are forever changed there is a place that we go to and that place is the presence of the Lord in our scripture text Moses is getting ready to go into the presence of the Lord the Bible lets us know that as Moses gets into the presence of the Lord, that something happens. You see, right now, the church is at a very pivotal place because God has not been caught by surprise by what we're experiencing. And it's those that make a decision today to get into the presence of God that will truly experience a change beyond anything that you can imagine. So the Bible says that Moses, he's already gone into the presence of God once before. But he goes into the presence of God yet again because Moses understands that if I'm going to get something from God, if I'm going to lead these people, I cannot lead them in the flesh. I cannot lead them on my own, but I've got to hear from God. I've got to get into the presence of God. If I'm going to get victory in my life, it's not going to be because I've gotten victory, but it's going to be because I've gotten to the presence of God and God has given me this victory and so the Bible says that Moses goes into the presence of the Lord and the Bible says that he was there for 40 days and 40 nights and he did neither eat bread nor drink water and he wrote upon the tables the words of the covenant the Ten Commandments and the Bible says after Moses gets into the presence of the Lord after Moses experiences the all, all, all ultimate presence of God the all encompassing presence of God that something happens in Moses' life. The Bible says as he comes down in the, from the presence of the Lord that Moses wished not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. You see, there is a part in the presence of God that we don't always realize. Sometimes when we get into the presence of God, we are looking for an emotional high. Sometimes we're looking for things on the outside to change. Sometimes we're looking for things that we cannot, that we can see to change around us. But can I tell you, in the presence of God, things that are changed are the things that cannot be seen. In the presence of God, the things that are altered are the things that you cannot see with your physical eyes. Can I preach to someone today that you're running, as you run into the presence of God during this pandemic, as you find 
find an alone place with God, as you have a Sinai experience, God is going to begin to do some things in your life. God is going to begin to change some things in your life. God is going to begin to deal and move some things in your life that you prayed for for a long time. But do not be deceived by the enemy of your soul. Just because you can't see a change does not mean that there is not a change. But there is something in the spirit beyond what the eyes can see. That if you spend time in the presence of God, that will be activated and accessed. As you spend time in the presence of the Lord, as you spend time in his presence, something is going to begin to shift in your life. Something is going to begin to shift in the spiritual realm. And God is going to begin to take you further than you've ever gone before. God is going to begin to move you into a realm and a dimension of the spirit of God that you've never gone before. I've come to preach to somebody that's weary. Don't get weary in well-doing because God is moving in your life. Some of you are like, I've been in the presence of God. I've done everything that you preached about for the first 15 minutes, and I don't feel any different. I don't see anything different. I can understand why it seems as if nothing has happened, but I've come to tell you there is not one person in this world that can go into the presence of God consistently and not be changed. If you go into the presence of the Lord, I don't care what you feel. There isn't enough authority that you have in the spirit. I don't care what the enemy has said to you. If you go into the presence of the Lord, something has shifted and changed in your life. I don't feel any different. That's okay. Operate in your authority anyhow. I don't see anything different. That's okay. You've been in the presence and though you cannot tell, something has shifted and changed in your life. Hallelujah. I wonder right now if somebody will lift up your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Huh. Don't you, don't look in the physical because if you look in the physical, it may not you may not be able to see uh, that something is happening. But I would to God that somebody would know uh, by faith uh, God is doing something in my life. Uh, I can't see it, uh, but something is moving in my life. See, in the presence of God, we don't always realize that we're different. Yeah, we can feel his presence. But some, have you ever been in the presence of God? And after you leave, you're like shaking yourself. Like, I, nothing feels different. You've gone on a three-day fast. And the moment you come out of that three-day fast, boom. You're tempted. You're, you're tempted and you're tried and you're tested. And nothing feels different. How is it, you wonder, how is it that I can go into the presence of God and humble myself and experience something? I'm not saying I didn't feel anything. I felt something. But as soon as it left, I feel as if I'm the same as I've always been. But can I tell somebody today, you are not the same. But the thing you need to do is by faith, you need to begin operating in authority. And when you feel that spirit come upon you and begin to tell you that you're not the same, that authority that you've gained in the spirit, you need to 
speak and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, get thee behind me, Satan. God has done something in me, and I may not feel any different, but I am different. I've spent time in the presence of God, and although I can't see it, I've experienced the glory. The glory is on my life. The anointing is on my life. The power of God is on my life. Moses, I know that you feel like you're the same, but Moses, there is something different about you. Why? Because you've been in the presence of God. Moses, I know you think you're just that old kid that used to stutter, that old kid with the speech impediment, but Moses, you're not the same as you've been. You've been in the presence of God, and now you're walking in a new authority, and now you're walking in fresh anointing. Come on, somebody. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. There's a fresh anointing that's going to be poured out to those that are in the presence of God. Come on. There's a fresh power of God that is accessed. And you may not feel the same, but in faith, operate in your authority because God has done something in your life. Moses says, or Moses doesn't realize that something has shifted in his life. But can I tell you that when you've been in the presence of God, although you cannot tell that something is different, there are two people, two entities that are able to recognize that something is different about you. The Bible says that when Moses comes down off that mountain after being in the presence of God, That when he comes down, that the children of Israel covered their face. The Bible says that the children of Israel saw Moses, and behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh unto him. You see, carnality can always recognize when there's something different about someone who's been in the presence of God. The people have been building things and doing things that were not right in the sight of the Lord. And when they come, when Moses comes down from the mountain, when Moses has spent time with God, the people that have not spent time with God recognize the anointing that is on him. Can I tell you right now, this world can recognize the anointing of God on your life. Come on, I know you feel like you're just like them. I know you feel like there's nothing different about you but I've come to tell you that the devil is a liar. There is something different about you. If you spent time in the presence of God, you are not like this world. You are not carnal but there is something inside of you that is able to change everything around you but you've got to begin to operate in your authority. You've got to begin to operate in the realm and the dimension that God is calling you to Come on, somebody. God is calling you to higher heights. God is calling you to put your faith into action today. Come on, faith without works, it's dead. But if somebody would rise up today and say, I am not the same, but in the presence of God, I've been changed. Something will begin to happen in our world. 
Oh, my Lord, you see, that's the problem with the church that we have right now. We think we're just like everybody else. And if the enemy could allow your mind to be deceived and that you're just like everybody else, I don't feel nothing, so I must be like everybody else. I can see that God is doing something, so I must be like, no, no, no. If you spend time in the presence of God, you are not like everyone else. There is something on your life that this world recognizes. There is something on your life that this world can see, and they are afraid. The Bible says they are afraid, and what you are afraid of, what you are afraid of, you shy away from. But can I tell somebody in this place today, the world may be afraid of who we are, but they're also intrigued by who we are because they know that there is something in us that they need. They know that there is something in us that they so desperately crave. And as we begin to operate in our authority, I believe that God will begin to bring the world to revival the world can recognize even when you don't realize what has happened in your life if you spent time in God's presence but the world isn't the only one can I tell you the spirit world recognizes when you spent time in the presence of God your enemy recognizes when you experience the victory that comes from the presence of God. We find the story of David. David is fleeing for his life from King Saul. But the anointing of God has already been poured out on David's life. The power of God has already been poured out. David has already been changed in the presence of God. And as he flees to Gath and, and hides among King Achish, the Bible says that King Achish says of David, is not this the king of the land now what you need to understand is that David was not yet the king of the land David could not see himself as a king David did not see himself as having authority and power but Achish looks at David Achish is his enemy Achish is a part of the Philistines Achish is the one that is opposed to everything that the Israelites are doing but as David comes into their camp Achish begins I believe to fear and tremble and looks at David and says is this not the king of the land because when you have been anointed by God, even when you cannot see the anointing on your life, the spirit world recognizes the anointing of your life. I've come to preach to somebody. It's time to quit cowering in the, if you've been in the presence of the Lord. It's time for you to quit acting like you're normal. Come on, there's authority on the inside of you. And though you cannot recognize it, if you would just have a conversation with your enemy, your enemy would tell you how powerful you are. You see, some of you, I wish that you could have a conversation with that spirit that's been lying to you. I wish you could really have an honest conversation with that spirit that's been tormenting you. I wish that spirit that's been telling you that you'll never have victory could be put through a lie detector because I would to, I'm telling you if it could, you would recognize that what is speaking is not true because that spirit knows that if you spent time in the presence of God, there's authority in your life. If you spent time in the presence of God, David, although you can't see, although you can recognize, there's a king inside of you 
David said, I'm just normal. The Bible says he changes his behavior. David stops acting like the man of victory that he is because he becomes fearful of that he's the same that he's always been. But David, there's a king inside of you. Come on, David. It's not time to cower to the Philistines. Come on, David. It's not time to cower to the spirit world. Come on, David. Come on, mom. It's not time to cower. It's time to keep praying. Come on, dad. It's not time to get up to be a wimp, but it's time to stand up for truth in this world. Come on, somebody. You're not the same but there's authority on your life you're not the same because you've been in the presence of God the anointing of God is on you and there is no devil in hell that can stop you there is no force natural or supernatural that can oppose the authority of God on your life come on somebody if you believe that I word if you will lift up your voice right where you are and give God a shout of praise Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Devil, I'm not listening to you any longer. You're telling me a lie. God's anointing is on my life, and I'm not going to cower, but I'm going to start walking in the authority that you've given me. I am not the same. I am not the man that I used to be. I am not my mistakes. I've spent time in his presence. I know I don't feel any different. I know I don't realize any difference in me. But before I realize it, I'm going to start operating in it. So Moses comes down. The Bible says that Moses doesn't even know that something is different about him. He's been in the presence. There is something he does not realize, that there is a change that has happened in him. But Moses does what every single one of us need to do today. Although Moses doesn't recognize and realize that something is different about him, Moses makes a decision. I'm going to start operating in my authority. And the Bible says that Moses, in verse 31, called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned unto him. And Moses talked with him. And afterward, all the children of Israel came nigh. And he gave them commandment, the com- gave them in commandment all that the Lord has spoken with him in Mount Sinai. And Bible says that when Moses quit speaking with him, he put a veil on his face. Moses says something has happened in my life. And although I needed you to tell me that something has happened, I'm going I'm going to operate. Even though I needed even though I came down from the mountain, I didn't recognize that something was different about me. Even before I recognize that something has changed, I am going to operate in my authority. As I'm coming to a close, Bible says that Moses doesn't stay where he is. Moses has operated in the authority of God. Moses has begun to speak things to the children of Israel. There's an authority that Moses has that he has gained in the spirit. He has gained some traction in the spirit. And as he speaks, there's authority that comes in his voice. What you see Moses understands that his authority did not come from him. Moses understands that if I am going to maintain 
the authority that I have been given. And if I'm going to maintain the power of God that has been placed on my life, I'm not going to do that by doing the things that I used to do. I'm not going to do that by acting the way that I used to act. But I have to do the thing that I did in the first place to gain the authority. I've got to get back into the presence of the almighty God. Can I preach to someone today that it is not enough to just go one time into the presence of God. But if you're going to live in a consistent realm of authority and the spirit, you have to realize the source of your authority. And the source of your authority is not your intellect. The source of your authority is not your physical hands. The source of your authority is only the presence of the almighty God. And so the Bible says when Moses uh, when Moses left the people, when he had finished speaking with them in verse 34, Moses, the Bible says, but when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with them, he took the veil off until he came out. Moses understood that if I am going to maintain who I am, I cannot simply do what I've always done. But I've got to go to the source. And the source is not me. The source is his presence. The source is his presence. The source is his presence. Come on, somebody. I wonder right now if you will make up your mind that I am going to be found in his presence. God, you've called me to a Sinai moment before. But God is not simply going to be a moment. But God is going to be a lifestyle. I'm not just going to be in the presence of God every now and then. But when I wake up I want to be found in your presence when I go to sleep at night I want to be found in your presence because your presence is what changed my life come on somebody I want to God right now that you would run into his presence come on somebody come on somebody walk in authority walk back into the presence of God that's where your life is changed Sometimes it is easy to start on your destination without really knowing the exact path it takes to get there. To get to our destination, we need to follow the one who knows our predestined path. So be sure to subscribe and watch us on Facebook Live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And also visit us at www.livinghopemd.com. I'm going away.